Have you ever just like been, been drunk on a Monday? Have you ever just like been on a drunk on and this is where the cat starts to yeah, get. This is where the cats are investigating all of the podcast equipment, Everything. and it makes us. I just don't want him drinking my wine. <laughs> That's also right there. That's important. That's podcast equipment. It's he wants drunk to, on Ollie a Monday. wants to be drunk on a Monday. Yeah. So your wine is podcast equipment. Yeah. Yes, we are. Well, welcome to our first episode. Yeah. Our brand new podcast. I'm I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Oh, you're giving me a look. You're like, yeah, welcome. My eyes are like deers in the headlights. I'm welcoming, I'm welcoming all of you, plus Emma. Thank you for having me. To Emma's podcast that she is co-hosting with me. <laughs> welcome, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> Well, this is our podcast, Complaints, Gossip, Served Up, in a Long Stem Glass. Yes, ma'am. Ready for you every Monday. Yep. That will make your Monday better, right? I don't know what could make your Monday better other than listening to two drunk 20-somethings talking to each other about things they might not actually know everything about. I have thought of what could make it better. What? If you drink with us. Yeah. Drink with us. If you're yep. driving a car, legal reasons, no. Maybe not if you're at work either. That might not go over well. Before we get like arrested, uh, if you're at home or somewhere where you're not operating heavy machinery, if you're in a place where you can drink, please do. Yeah. Does that, I think that covers it. That covers it. For legal reasons, I think we're good. We'll have to talk to our lawyers later. This is off to a great start. Yeah, it's really good. It's pretty smooth, I think, so far. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. So, I guess we'll introduce ourselves. It's the first episode and everything. So, like I said before, I'm Madison, learn our voices. A uh, little bit of background about me. I'm 25, live in Southern Maine, from Southern Maine originally. No, we're going to have to edit that. <laughs> Rewind. I don't know where I'm from. I'm from Central Maine originally, which this doesn't matter to most people who will probably listen to it, because I don't think Maine is a large percentage of the population but if you are from Maine love you uh so grew up in central Maine went to college in Mass came back and settled here because no hate to Massachusetts uh so I am an engineer I work at a medical device company uh for animals so we love animals and so I have a cat named Stevie and a dog named Layla and so if you hear me talking about Layla, it will sound like I'm talking about a child, and she is my child, but not a human child. And if you hear her talking about Stevie, she is not talking about a middle-aged man. Nope. <laughs> no. But if I say, yeah, Stevie ran upstairs and hides up there, it's not an old man <laughs> hiding in my attic. It is my very grumpy cat that hates the dog. Um, and I have those two wonderful fighting siblings. <laughs> the best. Uh, in my house with my fiancé. Anthony, Aww. who, if I tell stories about him, you will probably also think it's an old man living in the house. Uh, he's not. He's age appropriate, okay, but he just acts 80, so. 
Yeah. So that's me. Awesome. My turn? Yeah. Um, okay. So, yes, this is Emma. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am also from Central Maine originally, mm-hmm. now living in Southern Maine. Um, I went to college in Connecticut. And my background is in journalism and graphic design, but currently I am working in social media. So if I work with you and you are listening to this, please don't. (laughs) We were talking about that earlier before we started recording and you said that and I was like, yeah, I don't actually have to worry about that because most people I work with are 65 year old men who don't know what a podcast is and probably have never listened to one. So yeah, you're probably more in danger because you actually have, first of all, women at work. Yeah, who are all under <laughs> the age of 40. Right. So they're not looking at like, collecting their retirement anytime soon. So they're probably in the oh. age group where they could. And I mean, this is like, you know, a form of media. Yeah. It's like art, what my team does. Right. If you are listening to this and we work with you, please just don't acknowledge it in any form. Right. Like, don't message me on Teams about it. You didn't say where you worked. No, and I won't. You're okay. I won't. Yeah, it's a secret. Sorry. We're not going to tell you. Oops. Oops. Anyway, yeah. Working in social media, um, I have two cats who at some point, (laughs) it's a possibility you might hear. Because... Make a cameo. Um... As we're recording this, I think they're both sound asleep, curled up somewhere. Um, yeah. But fingers crossed, they don't decide to stampede right across this couch. Yeah, they might. That we are sitting on, which they they might. <laughs> we might have to um, do some editing. We're fine. <laughs> so one one is named Tuca, and the other is named Ollie, and they're both adorable and pains in the asses. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, I have a boyfriend who I will probably talk about at some point, mm-hmm. but not in too much detail because he'd probably hate me if I did. Um, his name is Ethan, <laughs> and he's a marine engineer, so he's here about half the year, and he's on a boat for the other half. So there you go. So that's that's the dynamic, the dynamic. of my life, and that's honestly pretty much all I have going in my life. Besides, well, don't make it our sound friendship. Like, I was like, besides wait, our friendship, <laughs> that's the only thing she has. That's it. <laughs> This last important piece. I ruined your transition. Is, I know. It was a great transition. Sorry, and it okay. got ruined, so I'm trying to okay, redo it. Okay, go again. Okay. <laughs> the other important piece of both of our lives is mm. our friendship to each other. Yes. Very important. We have been friends for 12 years now. Yeah. I was, I was actually thinking about that in the car. Yeah. And I was like, we're getting to the point in our lives where, like, the amount of years we've been friends oh is, like, going to start eclipsing, like, how... Not how long we've been alive, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're no. getting close to being friends for half of our lives. Right. And then that's just going to keep being a larger percentage of like, our lives. Like, pretty soon we will have been friends longer than we haven't been friends. Yeah. And then once yeah. you do that, you can't really go back. So. Yeah. Then you're stuck with me. So. Right. Sorry. Right. We're going to be those old ladies, like, hanging out when we're 80. Yeah. A thousand percent. Oh, yeah. hundred Probably still drinking on a Monday. Yes. So. Most likely. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, we've been friends for 12 years. We met in the summer of 2011. Because mm-hmm. I got cut from the high school soccer team <laughs> and decided to join field hockey. And to this day, yes. I will say that that is probably the best thing that has ever happened to me because it brought me to you. Yeah. I How mean, cute is that? I, I love it personally yeah. for, for us. I mean, sorry to freshman year Emma, who was very Devastated. upset. Very <laughs> upset. Your life was like done. Oh my God. It was yeah. over. There was nothing else. Because like most of your friends, so our high school had like a bunch of different towns go to it because... 
like right. I said, I central there Maine, were, not there were, pop, not very populated. Right. There were six sending towns. So yeah. basically, the towns that we grew up in were so small they couldn't have their own dedicated high school. Right. So we all kind of get mushed together in high school. So can you can you imagine that? You're coming in and all of your friends from your middle school that you grew up with are all on this sport that you care a lot about. Yeah. And you get cut. Yeah. What? And they're all on the sport together and you're not. So that was Emma. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling um, up to field hockey. Because field hockey, let me tell you, uh, none of our schools had field hockey growing up. No. So most Although I, I say, think mine actually did in middle school. But I it was bad. I went to like a different <laughs> school to play it. But... Like, growing up. But basically, uh, I would say, like, 95, at least, percent of the team learned field hockey. Oh, for sure. And, like, in high school. And we usually got people from other teams that got cut. Yes. <laughs> Hello, that's me. So, yeah, Emma. <laughs> Worked out good, though. Worked out good, because yeah. then we became friends. became friends. You know, okay, I saw something on TikTok the other day. There's a point to this. It's, it's going to okay. come back. I so it's like, shout out to my Nike pro from volleyball in high school, seeing me through every major oh life gosh. event. Yeah, you know where this is going. So I, <laughs> during field hockey, one of the years, I somehow forgot a sports bra and it was like a game day. And so Emma let me borrow one. Is it that pink, the pink and orange one? Yeah. She knows exactly what I'm Yeah, because about. Madison still wears I it. I still have it. Um, so it's not like I just like stole it. You were like, uh, it doesn't really fit well. You can have it. It's one of my favorite sports bras (laughs) to this day. I can picture it. It's got like a little, it's got a little like like, pattern on it and stuff. And it's just so comfortable. Cause like, I don't wear it like for actually working out. Cause there's like no support. No, and I think that's why I got rid of it. Yeah. And that elastic band, she's she's seeing oh, some shit. Okay. Not elastic anymore, I'm sure. No, but that's why it's so comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that made me think of you. Aw, cute. Your, your sports bra <laughs> that I stole in high school and still wear as a I, 25-year-old. I, mean, I used to wear that a lot, too. Yeah, I so it was so, worn in when I got... But anyway, yeah. Friends for a long time. Friends for a long time. And still going strong. Which is, are. quite honestly, it's amazing to me because... And I'm sure that you can relate to this, mm-hmm. too. Um, in high school, where we grew up, a lot of the people, at least that I was friends with, were friends for convenience, right? Because mm-hmm. they're the only people around. Um, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so you're kind of stuck with, like, who you play sports with or who you have classes with, but maybe they're yeah. not similar to you. Mm-hmm. But somehow, like, I think we actually genuinely are similar people that, mm-hmm. like, came together right and that's why we've stayed friends for so long yeah and i think it's like the right balance like we're not the same exact person right oh no no yeah no but i think we're like different enough where we balance each other out in really nice ways but then we have enough similarities so we're not just opposites right you know what i mean totally here but yeah it's really like uh, us yeah <laughs> well it's funny dropping be- like flies for a while a there. lot of our former friends from high school we have had falling outs with yeah. and Madison's always the one to friend break up with them so I, have I don't have up. to do anything right <laughs> and it's like somehow comes down to me and I get to my breaking point meanwhile everyone else in the group has kind of like been there been there already <laughs> and I'm just like I'm breaking up with you do a friend breakup yeah I have to say like and then everyone I, else is like Okay, we're fine with it. I think it's because, and I mean this in the (laughs) nicest way possible, but you can be a little bit scary. (laughs) Oh, thousand percent. When you get mad. Uh, Yeah, because the thing is, I think I've yelled at someone like once. 
But I feel like when I get mad, I get, like, kind of quiet. Yeah. And that scares people the most. Yeah. Like, I don't really have many fights with Anthony, but what scares him the most is when I stop telling him yes. what's going on. Yeah. And then he doesn't like that. Which, right. obviously, it's communication. You yeah. probably have that, but... You're not for, the first person to tell me that. No, I know. And so for additional context as well, um, after college, Madison and I lived together um, for mm-hmm. two years. Yeah. Yeah, wow. we moved into an apartment Year together. Yeah. You know, the best time to live in a cramped apartment uh, when COVID happened and everything shut down, we had to yeah. work from home. We got like six months of like... <laughs> Normal non-COVID like, woo, fun. party fun. And then it was... And it was, oh, fine, we're working from home together. That's so great. And then it was, okay, so the only rooms with doors in this apartment are our bedrooms and... <laughs> Literally. Not even our bathroom had a room The bathroom door. didn't count because it was like an accordion, like RV style. Like, yeah, it was a small apartment. I think that just tells you there wasn't enough room for a bathroom door. That was a great time for us yeah. to have that apartment. <laughs> wasn't all bad, though. No, it was a blast. It was so fun. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. But yeah, and then, yep, we both eventually moved in with our boyfriends, and mm-hmm. that's where we're at now. Yep. Hanging out once a week, and what used to be us just talking to each other, we're like, well, we might as well record it, you know? Right? And so here we are. Here we are. So now all of you have to listen to it, so... Exactly. Hope you like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Madison, tell me, mm-hmm. what are you drinking tonight? Okay, so it's really, it's like a nice vintage. Um, <laughs> it's really aged, it's barrel aged. aged. Barrel aged Bud Light Chalada. <laughs> uh, made with Clamato. <laughs> you know, um, it's a nice, huge can I don't even know how many ounces are in this. As somebody who is not a beer drinker, <laughs> the only words in that that I really understood were Bud Light. And I don't know yep. what a Chilada is, and I don't know what a Clamato is. You wouldn't like it. I don't think I would, but I'm kind of <laughs> con- confused on what the drink even is because okay. it doesn't look like beer. It looks like some no. sort of cocktail. All right. I'll explain it to you, and you're going to hate it. Um, it's like, so first of all, my I love savory drinks. I am a savory girly. Even yeah, see, she's already giving me a face over here. All right, so I love savory drinks, and for breakfast, I want savory things. Like that's just my deal. I like sweet things. Don't get me wrong, but it's so my favorite drink is a bloody Caesar, which is she already she hates it. <laughs> You're not even letting me tell you what it is. I told you you weren't gonna like it. It's not like I was like Emma. I just think of Caesar salad. Okay, well it's not it's not Caesar dressing though. But you're probably gonna wish it was when I tell you what's in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and also, I'm not like, Emma, it's the best drink ever, and you're going to love it so much. No, I told you no, you're not going to like it. Are, yeah. All right? I'm not <laughs> lying to you. A large majority of people don't like it, but for the people who like Bloody Marys, okay. they're in my camp, okay? Okay. My, my pals here. All right. So, Bloody Caesar is a better version of Bloody Mary, in my opinion. It's, like, one of the most popular drinks in Canada. Interesting. So, I don't really see it on menus a lot in the U.S., but you can buy the stuff to make it. So you buy Clamato instead of just V8. So it's a tomato juice and it has like other like mixers and stuff in it already. So it like clams and there is clam juice in it. Are you for real? (laughs) Yeah. You're joking. No, I am not. I said that and I was fully joking. No, it's, it's real. 
That's disgusting. Okay, but it doesn't taste like clams. They all, it's only a little bit, and it just, like, makes things more, like, salt. It gives it more, like, umami. Yeah, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I don't know if I'm trying. So, it's that, and then it's vodka with some other stuff to make it really good. Is there Bud Light in that? But, no, so that's what a Bloody Caesar is. Oh. So, a chilada, well, usually it's a michelada, which I might be saying all of these words wrong. A michelada is usually, um, like a Spanish lager, and you mix it with, like, Bloody Mary mix. Ew. So, <laughs> but this is Bud Light and Clamato. So there is <clears throat> beer in that. Yes. That, That's you know, why it's Bud Light, because there's Bud know, Light in it. When you were describing to me what a Clamato was, mm-hmm. it sounded gross enough. Yeah. You know what could make that better? Oh. Adding <laughs> horrible beer. Oh, it, it didn't, it didn't turn it. around for you? Nice little mixy there. Yeah, someone who hates beer. Yes. I really thought me. telling you Bud Light was in it was going to turn it all around, but I guess not. That's to each their own. <laughs> you showed so. up at my apartment with two of them? I can't imagine you taking can't, one sip, let alone drinking two of those you cans. You can't only have one. Okay, so well, that's the other thing. You can't... So, yes, this is a mega can. It's, like, the size of my head. I don't even want to know how many ounces are in this bad boy. Um, would that be... As somebody who doesn't really know anything about beer, mm-hmm. would that be considered a tall boy? Yes, a tall boy. Okay. It's a tall boy of Bud Light Chilada. And you can't buy it any other way, though. It's not like I'm just out here trying to be as trashy as possible... I'm only just trying to be as trashy as normal, okay? Okay. Um, you can't buy, like, a six-pack of this. Or maybe you can, but not here. Why would you want to? Because um, <laughs> I would drink it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have to get a tall boy of it, and they don't have it everywhere. Okay. So that's why I bought two. Gotcha. Because I know you would love to have one in your fridge at all times, just in case. I mean, you come here enough where eventually it will get drinking. Okay, so I don't have to worry about someone else drinking it. Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, so How that's appetizing. what I've got. So I'm assuming you're not drinking one no, of these. What do you I'm what not. do you have tonight, Emma? What's on the menu? I am drinking a large glass. <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. I'm drinking Pinot Grigio. Mm. Um what was the bottle called? You I don't know. She brought this to my apartment last what? week. Bread and butter. Bread and butter. Yes. I don't. I don't yeah, know. they Madison make a Pinot Grigio. Um, it usually, they have a Chardonnay, I think. Yeah. But they make a Pinot Grigio. It is light and crisp. <laughs> yeah. Do you get notes crisp. of pear? <laughs> smells like peaches. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's good. Ten out of ten. 10 out of 10. Okay, so let's get into our complaints of the week. Yes. The way that this podcast will work is every week we'll both come prepared with a complaint Mm -hmm. and a gossip. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So, Madison... Kick us off here. Yeah. Like, what is my complaint? What, what? I mean, I know that you have many. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's our favorite but, thing to do. Hence I mean, the podcast. It, it <laughs> certainly is. Um, what do you got in your mind this week? All right. Justin? So, as I mentioned earlier, yeah, I have a fiance. Yes. It means 
We are planning a wedding. You are? Mm. Oh my gosh. We didn't know. Emma's my maid of honor, so. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. She sits up a little bit taller in her seat. That's right. Um, so I'm planning a wedding, and I'm going to preface everything I'm about to say. Here's my disclaimer. Love Anthony with all of my heart. You know what they say about stuff like this. Mm. If you then go into a butt, it discredits everything you say before. I'm not going to go into a butt. My disclaimer is, whatever I say... Gotcha. Yes. I love Anthony very much, and I am so excited to get married. Yes. And his family is very nice and supportive. Okay? And I think everyone is pretty nice and supportive of the wedding. Right? Yeah. But if you have planned a wedding, you know what I mean when I say... And I'm not putting this lightly. <laughs> Sometimes I would rather get a lobotomy than plan a wedding. <laughs> that was politically incorrect. We apologize. <laughs> like, honestly, it literally is like the worst part of my life right now. Is mm-hmm. planning this freaking wedding. And it's not even us. That's the thing. Like, anyone who's planned a wedding will tell you, it's the guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the guests that make it terrible. Okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> we're not even doing anything that crazy. Like, honestly, no. we're keeping it as cheap as possible, pretty bare bones, like... Yeah. Great. Not yeah. that crazy. But, here's the thing. Um, we're trying to keep the guest list small-ish, right? We're looking at, like, 80 people. Um, that might sound big to some people, but no, that's... when you start listing everyone you need to invite and their plus ones, 80 is... Well, also, also Anthony has a very large family. Yes, that is the other... So, Anthony has three brothers. Yeah. And one of them has four kids. So, that alone. Like, when you start talking like that... Right. Meanwhile, I'm an only child, okay? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I don't have a lot of family. So, when I added my people to the guest list... It grew four times in size when Anthony added all of his people to the guest list. So, but that's fine. You know, we worked it out. Obviously, there's some people, like, his family, I think they're used to having really big events. Um, But some of the stuff we want to have and pay for, like, it would just get really pricey to do that. And I haven't even met all of these people. Right. So, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, we're paying for it. Yeah. No. Right? Right. Um... So, one of Anthony's family members... will remain nameless. <laughs> remain nameless. <laughs> um, so, we sent out Save the Dates. Yeah. Right? But it didn't have anything about RSVPs or plus ones or anything like that. No. Right? Right. This particular family member, we were not planning on giving a plus one to. That's because I have never heard about them dating anyone ever. ever. Like, close <laughs> ever. friends, ever. Anything like that. And so much of their family is there... Including yeah. his own brother, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like, you you don't need a plus one. No. Okay. Like, we're paying for food. We're doing an open bar. You, you don't need a plus one. Right. So this family member texts Anthony and goes, this, this is the exact quote. I have been told to point out to you that I have a plus one for your wedding. I hate that. Let's just let that sit. I have been told to point out. Mm. To you that I have a plus one to your wedding. Um, there's so much to unpack there. <laughs> oh, what? 
what what are you what are you even talking about what are you yeah uh so you're saying have like it's already been decided like you have the plus one already when in fact newsflash you don't Um, but my favorite part of this (laughs) is that he was told told to point out to point out so he right. so that makes me think that who, who I don't told know, you? I don't know who it was, right? Right. My brain and we've talked about this before, but my brain goes mm-hmm. to his plus one. Right. Pushing. Like I want to go to this right. wedding with you. I want to go to so this you wedding. You got to tell them. So, do they know that I'm coming kind of a thing? I think right. that's where my brain went. You thought it was his parents. Yeah. This person's parents. Yes, because I for the life of me cannot figure out who it, he he's dating. Or who he would bring. Because I've never... The entire relationship, I've known Anthony. Never once have I heard about someone being with this person. So... Yeah. Who is telling you to point out to... That is so rude. Not even ask. It was so rude. Not even ask. Not even like, hey. If he asked... First of all, the answer would still be no. Sorry. But (laughs) if he had asked, I wouldn't have been mad. If he had been like, hey, do you know if I'm going to get a plus one? Right. I was wondering because I have someone I'd like to bring. Yeah. That would be the appropriate way if you feel like you need to ask the people if you can do that. That is the way to do it. Not, I've been told, so first of all, you didn't, you weren't even going to tell us that you were going to bring someone to my wedding. He was just going to show up. (laughs) Right. So when you got your RSVP and it didn't have a plus one on it, you were just going to bring this person anyway? Does this person know that weddings have organization to them? And that costs money? (laughs) Right? Per person? Like, it's not cheap so that happened and i was like "Mm." i'm glad that he texted anthony and not me because like emma said before um i probably like she would have burned some bridges yeah i wouldn't have been very nice about it because i was so (laughs) mad i was like you're fucking kidding me he did not just do that yeah he did not just do that and oh so there was that and then that's the other part about, you know what's so bad about planning a wedding? Most of your wedding, you plan in the first month of being engaged. Once you set a date, because you have to get all the big things at yeah, once. So you pick your venue, yeah. that usually drives your date, right? You yeah. get your exact date. Then you got to pick your food, alcohol, photographer. Yeah. You know, you get, you get your like basic stuff all booked at once. Right. Yeah. And then guess what? You don't really have anything else to do for a long time. Like you could try and plan, pick colors, whatever. But, like, there isn't, like, a, a lot you can really do unless you want to have a whole room in your house dedicated to wedding things, which I don't want. Like, yeah. I bought some stuff because it was on sale. Yeah. But, you know, every time I see anyone, how's wedding planning going? It's the same as it was last week when you asked me, thank you. Or this one. <laughs> Any updates on the wedding? No. Literally get out of my freaking <laughs> face with that. Get out of my face. It literally infuriates me. I, I have no tolerance for it. How's wedding planning going? And, or... Well, if you need any help, let me know. Okay, thank you. Again, I'm complaining about people being interested in my wedding. And I know how that sounds. But it's just like, it stresses me out. Because I'm like, yeah. no, I don't have any updates on the wedding. I would imagine that it makes you feel like... Do I need to have updates right, on like the wedding? Like you should be doing something that you aren't. <laughs> Do I need to it's have like it? probably like a panic inducing like... Right. Wh- what am I missing? Right. Like, what am I what supposed do to, be I doing? to be doing? Because yeah. also I'm the type of person where I'm like, I want to do what I want to do. Right. I'm very particular about what I like, and I'm also really stubborn. Yeah. So I also don't want to, like, talk about everything I'm picking for the wedding with everyone because I, this is going to sound harsh, but I actually don't want to hear your thoughts on it. 
And that's how a conversation goes. I say something and you respond to it. I don't want yeah. you to respond. I'll give you updates on the wedding if you don't say shit. Be like, oh, that sounds lovely. Right, great. I don't Thank want your you. opinion. I don't want, oh, at this wedding they had this. Oh, oh, have you ever looked into this person? Okay. People giving me recommendations on things. I look. It's like a million dollars. Oh, I'm great. You went to a wedding and someone had that. Uh, it's not going to be at ours, though, so I'm glad you got that experience out of the way. Right. Because don't expect it here. I'm happy for you. <laughs> you have that. Great. Good. You're not great. having it again, and you're not invited. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Like, and you don't have a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the RSVP before you point out to me you have a plus one in my wedding. Right. Why don't Thank you. Just you. Hold, hold that. So, that is me planning a wedding, and that's my complaint. Emma, what's your complaint of the week? Okay. My complaint of the week, I feel like, stretches back a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been stressed about this for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And my complaint is that, well, context first, I think. Um, so, I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. And so, my complaint is about how incredibly hard... <laughs> It has been to just literally get a hold of my medication. Don't you love America? It's the best, is it not? God bless. Oh my God. Okay, so basically, I was diagnosed with ADHD during the pandemic. So pretty much my only experience of having ADHD is all virtual. So, mm-hmm. I mean, even beyond ADHD too, like my therapist, I've only ever met her virtually. Mm-hmm. My psychiatrist, I only ever saw virtually. Yep. Like, it all happened virtually. Literally have never met any of these people in person in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, that has been my experience. Mm-hmm. Basically, and I've got a lot of stuff written down here, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be reading and not just, like, speaking plainly about this. Um, so, basically, during the pandemic, they had established rules that enabled people or sorry allowed medical professionals to prescribe certain narcotics and stimulants over telehealth telemedicine which is like video chats basically that wasn't a thing before it was not Uh, well it might have been as long as you've seen somebody in person beforehand. Oh, I'm not so... totally sure because, I, again, like, my experience has literally yeah. been all virtual, so I don't know okay. what it was like before. Okay. Um, but so those drugs mm-hmm. include, and this is a doozy of a list, so mm-hmm. buckle up, um, fentanyl, oh. meth- methadone. Again, I'm not a medical professional, yes. and I will probably butcher a lot of these pronunciations. Uh-huh. Um, oxycodone. Mm-hmm. This is a big one here. Dextroamphetamine. Don't know what that is. Methylphenidate, which is what I take, mm-hmm. so it's I, it's Ritalin basically, mm-hmm. um, and methamphetamine. So those are the medications that mm-hmm. previously might not have been allowed to be prescribed virtually, but mm-hmm. during the pandemic they were like, we understand that nobody's really going to doctors' offices, so we'll right. we'll allow or you like to you do like this. Physically, weren't allowed to right. for most cases. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, during the pandemic, they allowed those to be prescribed via telehealth without an initial in-person evaluation. Okay. And again, like, that's all I've ever known with my experience with ADHD is, like, Mm -hmm. all virtual. Um, So, when Biden ended the pandemic, like, state of emergency, 
Mm-hmm. The DEA has then decided to walk back this rule. Uh... Which I can understand why, and I, I'll get into that in a little bit, but like, basically, I found out it was probably February. Mm-hmm. Um, my psychiatrist reached out to me and she was like, Yeah, so I can't prescribe you these anymore because, side note, she moved to California like a couple months ago. So I literally would not be able to see her in person yeah. if I wanted to. That would be a really expensive appointment. Yes. 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 Um, so she was like, I can't prescribe you this medication anymore. We could always pursue, um, yeah, pursue, like, is that the word that I want? I think My so. My brain is broken. Yeah, so we could always pursue, like, non-medication options. And I was mm-hmm. like, mm, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know that, that no. like, this medication works for me, like, Cool. Also, rolling with it. It's not like you just instantly found the right medication. No, it, like, took, it took me, like, time. probably six months to, like, actually yeah, get it Yeah, right to then. work it out and figure it out. Right. So you're so, just what, not have it. Right. So then, now, when I once I got this message in February, mm-hmm. it was, like, immediate panic. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and I'm sure that this is maybe not true, but I like to think that it's true. Mm-hmm. Finding a new doctor is, like, the hardest That's adult worse. thing you could possibly do. That's terrible. The hardest thing. Yeah. Hardest. Oh, no, it's not fun. No. No. no I Don't hate everything it. about it. Don't recommend it. So, that's where I'm like, okay, like, I need to find a new psychiatrist. So, I, mm-hmm. I go on, I think, I don't know if it was psychology today or psychiatry today. I don't mm-hmm. know if they have, like, a special version for psychiatrists. I can't remember. Um, but I found this practice that, like, Seems like they had a couple of locations, maybe in, like, I don't remember if it was New Jersey or Miami, but, like, somewhere more south. And then mm-hmm. it said that they had a location close to where I work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, like, and, and, and it, you know, the doctor said specialized in ADHD. I was like, this sounds perfect. So I sent them an email, and I was like, oh, hey, like, like so because of the new this new rule, like, I was told that I have to find a new person where I could see them in person. So... A, just want to confirm that you have a actually have a location here, mm-hmm. and B, like, do you have any openings for new patients? Mm-hmm. I feel like if you work in healthcare, you have to be kind <laughs> and approachable. Yeah, especially in mental health care. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know how hard it is for people to go and get help for things. Oh my gosh! And you're gonna be a bitch on the phone? It wasn't on the phone. It was over email. Over email, you can. You and can she was fake being nice over email. And she was just. So not helpful. She was like, you can get grandfathered in, which first of all, I don't think that's true. Like, Otherwise, my doctor supporting proof of that. My doctor would not have broken up with me. <laughs> yeah. Like we talked about friend breakups earlier. How about doctor breakups? Because I'm supposed to be the one breaking up with you. Emma got broke up with by her doctor. <laughs> um, so basically she was so unhelpful and I immediately was like, like, shit. What mm-hmm. am I going to do? Like, terrify. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I reached out to my therapist and I was like, do you have any recommendations? Yeah, because she actually... What am I supposed to do? Right. She actually <laughs> recommended my first psychiatrist. So mm-hmm. I asked her and she was like, you know, honestly, like, like, your primary care physician might be a good place to start. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. I think I can handle that. I think I could do that. Mm-hmm. So then I put off reaching out to them for like, honestly, probably a month and a half. <laughs> Because yeah. I was like, chances are, like, they'll be able to help me out. So I just am not going to deal with this anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like a big thing. 
And you're yeah. like, you know what I'm not going to do with this big thing? Take care of it right now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? That's ADHD for that's you. That's ADHD for you, baby. <laughs> that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> um, so I put it off. And I honestly, I don't think I reached out to them until like a couple weeks ago. And my PCD mm-hmm. was like, yeah, like we can probably do that. You just need to send your records and you need to be able to be here regularly. Because so oh. here's so here's so here's how it works, like or how it has worked with my psychiatrist Ew. in the past. She can prescribe me thirty days at a time. Okay. She can give me two refills after that first prescription. Okay. So that's like almost three months. And then I have right? to see her. I have to see her every three months. Okay. Because she can only do two refills, right? Okay. Correct. Yep. Okay. So, basically, I'm gonna have to go up to my primary care physician every three months. And so, Ugh. for those of you listening. My primary care physician <laughs> is an hour and a half away. Yeah. One way. <laughs> yes. So that means that every four months, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to, is that, no, every three Two months. Three. <laughs> Brain. Four times a year. Four times a year. <laughs> I'm going like, to have to. four was there for I some didn't reason. I didn't go into math for a reason. Thank you. <laughs> um, my, I'm going to have to drive up to my primary care physician three hours total of driving every three months. Uh, and it makes me want to bang my head against a wall. That is so unhelpful. And you know, you know what is even like it's even more frustrating about it is like, regardless, I'm going to have to find a new doctor because at some point I'll probably change my primary care physician to be closer. Right. So you so don't like, have to put a thousand miles on your car. Right. Every time you need to a new get prescription. my friggin' me- medication. Like right. how hard? Like why does? It, I mean, I know why it has to be hard, but like really. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't have to be this hard. I really feel it's like that's so complicated. Uh, American healthcare for you. It's like, another glimmering story from the U.S. healthcare system. Like, it was working for me fine before. Yeah, because that was and a convenient like, system. Right, and now it is like you have to jump through a million hoops. And here's mm-hmm. the ironic thing about that. <laughs> for people with ADHD mm-hmm. to have to jump through that many hoops. Yeah, guess what's not going to happen? <laughs> Because Here, here's the thing when you think about it. <laughs> here, are the, here are some of these symptoms yeah. of ADHD yeah. that would impact having to find a new doctor or mm-hmm. get this medication, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Poor time management skills. Again, I'm reading this. I don't know this off the top of my head, actually. Um, <laughs> poor, notes, okay. <laughs> poor time management skills. Mm. Poor planning. <laughs> problems, <laughs> problems following through and completing tasks. <laughs> Trouble coping with stress. Uh, right? Yeah. So these are, these are the these main are the symptoms. Si- I mean, not the main <laughs> symptoms, but some of the big ones yep. of ADHD. Now think about the process of like having to get medication right now. Right? right? So you need the medication uh-huh. to combat these symptoms. Yeah. But these symptoms are preventing you from getting the medication. Nice. That's so a cool it's like, cycle you're in. It's a great cycle. It's just so it's ironic that it's so complicated for people who have these symptoms to get their medication because it's like mm-hmm. perfect like setup for these yeah. people to not actually get the medication that they need. I know. And, and it's, so, it's honestly just a shame because it is. they set up this entire telehealth system. Really, like telehealth was not as yeah. big of a thing before COVID. Right. Uh, and we set up this whole infrastructure, lifted it off the ground... Yeah. And I think it really worked for people. It made healthcare accessible. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there are people who don't have cars. There are right. people who can't afford to get to the doctor. Absolutely. But you just need an internet connection and you can talk to one. Yeah. Most, like, insurance 
like agencies have telehealth services yeah. offered with them if you're lucky enough to have good insurance. So it's like we have all this infrastructure and now we're just going to be like, nope, yeah. sorry, no more. Well, so, okay, so here's the thing is I understand totally why they have to do it, right? Like, and again, these are all facts that I read. I read an article from the Atlantic. Oh my gosh, she's so scholarly. Me, I'm so sophisticated. It was my one free article. And then... I, and you're like, no, I, I will not make out, an account. I couldn't figure... I'm not paying for that. No. I'm not paying for that. No, no we don't need to be that out. scholarly, okay? I, I read it on my phone and I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out how to save the article in any way, so I just screenshotted it a bunch of times. So I have about huh? 10 screenshots of this article on my phone. Okay, well, that's one day to save it. I think you're being resourceful. A. A. Um, so, like, I understand why they have to have all of these, like, hoops and restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, why the DEA is walking back this telehealth rule. Like, you know, there's been an increase in people who are seeking Adderall prescriptions, um, and I guess, so the CDC put out a report on stimulant prescriptions and like in some age groups in 2020, from 2020 to 2021 alone, mm-hmm. they saw almost a 10% increase in people who are right. seeking Adderall prescriptions. So that there's so many more people who are seeking out medication and treatment for ADHD, right. but obviously the concern is how many of those yeah. people actually need it and right. how many are abusing it recreationally but also on the flip side of that yeah let's talk about maybe some of the reasons why it's going up obviously there's people who could be trying to abuse it maybe this is an easier way to get it i mean it's bound to be right like i mean it's that's been a thing though right and people still found a way to abuse it before right but what you just described about what is maybe a limitation of you and going in person to get this yeah Making it available online. Making it easier. Makes it easier for you. Because when you were initially figuring this out, you started this journey and trying to get a diagnosis. If you had to go in person for all these different appointments. It would have been so challenging. Just like with work Mm -hmm. and like the stress of it all. And like I would have put it off for so long. Yeah. Right. So So there's that alone. Yeah. But then on the flip side of it, I feel like. There's been so much more, like, talk and coverage yes. about it online that there's yes. a lot more awareness yes. at the same so, time. So, yes and no, right? Like, people are talking about it and yeah. there's, like, there's no longer a stigma on it, which is wonderful. Yeah. But I will say that, like, it's very hard to diagnose mm-hmm. in adults. Yes. Um, you know, obviously, when it comes to ADHD there's a very strong understanding of what it looks like in children. Mm-hmm. But people, and and this is what this article said, like it's really hard for clinicians to diagnose it mm-hmm. because so because the symptoms are different from yeah. what you see in children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you think about kids getting diagnosed, right, like they have parents, they have teachers who are mm-hmm. able to kind of... You like, see them all day, every day. Exactly. They're around them all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can go call a 35-year-old's parents like, hey, does this person seem to have right. symptoms of ADHD? Can you, can you like, back this not, up? Like, you know? They're not going to call your boss. You know no. what I mean? So um, basically, a lot of these clinicians have to take the word of the patient themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like, it's tough to know for sure, obviously. It's like, you just have to like trust the judgment of people. Right. And not everybody's so yeah. Um, so yes, like 
it is becoming more well-known. People are talking mm-hmm. about it, but I think that there's still quite a bit of struggle around yeah. how do we identify this? Right. How do we, like, what are the guidelines to diagnose it? Mm-hmm. What is the recommended treatment? Because it's different for everybody. Yeah, they're just, they're having to put a lot of judgment into mm-hmm. people and their work. Right. Right? Yeah. And so you see people who abuse it, people who don't. Um, so I think they're still really working on identifying, like, what the symptoms are in adults, mm-hmm. what they tend to look like. And again, it's going to be different with women and men, too. Yeah. So that's a whole other, right, like, issue in itself. Right. Um, we know how well, like, women in healthcare right. usually mingle and people believing women in right. healthcare. So. Yeah. Well, and also, great. like... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very different in women, and women are massively underdiagnosed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just there's a whole lot of like junk surrounding it. So many issues. Obviously, you have, and I didn't really speak to this much, but like for a while there was an Adderall shortage. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people abusing it, like them not knowing how to diagnose it, like mm-hmm. not knowing how to treat it. Um, yeah, it's just. It's kind of a, it's an interesting landscape to be navigating right now. And I think like a lot of people's worlds are going to be kind of flipped upside down. Yeah, for sure. As they transition from like having a typical like telehealth experience. Because mm-hmm. I feel very confident. I don't, I don't know this for sure. But I feel very confident in saying that I'm sure a lot of people were diagnosed during the pandemic because they were home so much. Yeah. That they were able to notice it more. Yes. Yeah. And it, like for me, like when I was diagnosed, that was one of the things like, working in the same environment where mm-hmm. all of the things I like to do in my free time, right. I was, like, so distracted. Right. And, I mean, I think, like, at some point I'd love to talk, like, talk thoroughly about, mm-hmm. like, my whole ADHD journey and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, um, you know, it was, I think, something I had been living with for a while and just yeah. didn't know. So the pandemic really made me notice it, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people probably feel that way. And so I'm sure I'm not alone in, like, the scramble to find now, like, an in-person doctor that I can get my meds. Right. So, long story short, getting medication is a pain in the ass. I hate you, America. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. And scene. (laughs) All right. So, the next kind of little segment of our podcast here gossip 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 girl (laughs) so madison yes what is your little gossip tidbit this week everyone loves a good scandal when a movie comes out about a cast (laughs) hollywood is back baby hollywood is back baby so we have cheating rumors oh my goodness so this is from the cast of the new rom-com that's going to come out anyone but you and we have cheating allegations or rumors i don't know if we have allegations yet i don't think we i don't think we've elegated to an allegation no i think have we do we have an actual allegation you think i think that we have based on the development yesterday evening that's true but yeah officially people involved have not said correct but we but have we can, we can speculate. Sydney Sweeney, female lead. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> Did she not <laughs> learn? Did you learn nothing? You literally acted this out in a show, bestie. Right, and of course we're talking about Euphoria. She was also in The White Lotus, which had a lot of affair-esque things happening there too. Yeah. Uh, but Sydney Sweeney, 
There are rumors swirling that she has some off-screen chemistry mm-hmm. with her co-star, Glenn Powell, who you might know from the most recent Top Gun Maverick film. Can I say about yeah, please. this? Please. Please okay. do. So <laughs> I saw, because I follow her on Instagram, because yeah. I was rooting for her. Also because she seems really fucking cool she's so cool like that commercial that she's put out like the ford commercial of her fixing she has up the a old whole car series and, with like, them so cool where she produces videos teaching you how to do things yeah. with your car amazing i just learned how to jump start a car from sydney sweeney right. and ford so thank she's you she's so cool so we were rooting for her right <laughs> so i follow her on instagram yeah and i saw her posting pictures with him mm-hmm. and what I, the first picture that i saw was this picture that she posted with him and his entire fucking family and so I was like, oh, I recognize that guy from, like, another movie. Yeah. But I didn't know what his name was. Mm-hmm. So I literally Googled Sydney Sweeney boyfriend yep. to try to figure out what his name was and then mm-hmm. found out that she's engaged. And I'm like, wait, these two aren't dating? Yeah. Yeah. So, so. so not knowing, like, their relationships already, like, their relationship right. status, I was like, oh, like, these two must be dating now. Like, yep. good for her. And I didn't know that she no. was engaged. And I definitely didn't know that he had a girlfriend right so let's let's set the scene all right so these two are co-starring in a movie but they both are in relationships separately right yeah so sydney sweeney is actually engaged and it's very private from what i've read yes we don't really know a lot about him his name's jonathan devino uh do you want to guess what his do you know what his job is I feel like I read... Is he, like, a real estate person? Oh, no. According to (laughs) Vox.com, he is a vape design businessman. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so... uh, And honestly, I'm I'm so sorry. This is going to be mean. I don't even care. If you've you've seen a photo of him, yeah, I can see it. Well, I was just going to say... I can see it. Not that... I... (laughs) Ethan, if you're listening to this, I do not condone cheating. We don't condone cheating. However, but, like... When you say that he's a vape designer, I was like, yeah, maybe she's going that's a somewhere thing. better. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yeah. she's engaged to Jonathan Devino, the vape design businessman. Vape god. <laughs> <laughs> and Glenn Powell is dating. Sorry. I thought that he was going to push that box off. Tuka's Tuka wants to weigh in. Tuka's Tuka. <laughs> so Glenn Powell, when they start filming, is dating Gigi Paris, who is beautiful, gorgeous, absolutely stunning. Gorgeous. So here's here's when we're setting the scene. Two gorgeous women, one gorgeous man. They look very different. <laughs> very different. Gigi, they what's her name? Gigi what? Paris. Gigi Paris. That's quite the name. Yes. Gigi Paris is like... Very fashionable name. <laughs> like brunette, like very like angular face, like brown eyes. Sydney Sweeney's obviously blonde, like blue eyes, like very mm-hmm. round, like youthful face. Not that the other girl doesn't look youthful, but like they're yep. complete opposites. Yep. And so she is a model and actress and she's French. Yeah. So Gigi is, is short for her real name, but we'll call her Gigi because I don't want to sure. butcher the French pronunciation because it looks like a very beautiful name. <laughs> so they start filming. I believe they're in Australia filming yeah, this. They are. And, you know, they start releasing photos from the set. They're doing promos for this. Yeah. They go to, um, like, not a Comic Con, but they, they go to, like, some type of sure. pop con event, yeah. some convention. And everyone's noticing, like, okay, the chemistry's great between them, you know, but, mm. and I don't know if this is just a PR strategy or what, 
Well, that's what everybody on, twi- right. on Twitter is saying. Because, I mean, that that's a known PR strategy. You have sure. the two leads who date in the movie have some rumors about them dating in real life because, right. guess what? I don't know if I would be talking about this movie if this rumor wasn't happening. Right. I mean, it's like the Don't Worry Darling saga. Oh, my gosh. Olivia, there it goes. There it goes. Um, <laughs> Olivia Wilde oh my and God, Harry yeah. Styles and Chris Pine. Yeah, you know. Everyone was like, in that drama. I mean, we right? saw that movie. It was good. Oh, it was good. But would we have gone to the movies to see it? Probably no. not because we don't really do that that right. much. But we so, did go for that movie. Yes. So yes. it is possible that this is a PR stuff. Right. Because, because neither side has confirmed or denied, correct? Exactly. So where this all starts, so people start speculating. They're like, oh, they look like they're, you know, they're actually, you know, the way she looks at him and oh, you know. Uh, so then people notice that Gigi unfollows Sydney. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. On Instagram. <laughs> right? And everyone's like, ooh. So the rumors have already started and then that happens, right? Yeah. So then everyone instantly is like, oh my god. She hates Sydney Sweeney. They, oh my god, they're having <laughs> an affair. It must be happening. Right? Yeah. Okay, but so the, the official... An unnamed source close to them. The official stance is Gigi only unfollowed Sydney on social media because Sydney never followed her back. This had nothing to do with Glenn and G- and Sydney. Gigi is aware that Glenn and Sydney never hooked up. I feel like that paints Gigi in not a great light. Like that makes her seem she didn't, so petty. She didn't follow you back, so you unfollowed her. Right. Also, how did you, were you checking? Did you have like a little yeah. follower app? Gigi, what are you doing? But also, like, why didn't Sydney follow her? back she's yeah. like obviously like like you said the photo with sydney with his whole family they went to the zoo together yeah she went to the zoo with his whole family and i think her family was there too like i literally thought whole that outing that they were dating yeah i'm like, but, like why you're is not she taking gonna... pictures with his like like kid siblings right and like she has like hands like, it looks like she's like in the family with them yeah but it's like so why didn't she follow Gigi? yeah that's kind of weird but so apparently also, why is the girlfriend not there like yeah I mean, why wasn't Gigi there maybe right. she's Modeling or acting. I don't right. know. Maybe she Busy couldn't schedules, be there, you know, right? You never know, but... Yeah. So, anyway, then follow happens, and a few days later... Was this yesterday? Yesterday. Wah, wah, wah. Gigi and Glenn have split. They have broken up. Here's what I think about that. Mm. Unless it's all one massive PR stunt. Yep. I think that that says enough about it For right the there. Relationship I feel to like actually that confirms it. And because yeah. because I mean obviously she's reading these right. seeing the same thing right. that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. So for her to like think like by her like by them ending their mm-hmm. relationship, right? That's right. saying that there's some truth to it. Right. Or the only other thing I can think of is she's like Okay, you're you're playing along with this, Glenn. You're acting right. into this, and I don't like it. And you're doing yeah. it to sell right. a movie. I don't want to date somebody. This who's isn't for me. Gonna ruin a relationship for right. PR. Yeah. Right. So they broke up. Um, so she unfollowed Glenn. Oh, I didn't see this bit. Yeah, she unfollows Glenn after. So oh, it was CinemaCon was the name of the convention okay. I was trying to think of earlier. Um, so basically that's when like, it really looked like they yeah. had a lot of chemistry. So after that, okay. um, Gigi unfollows Glenn, 
posts a cryptic message on Instagram. Oh. There's a classic, classic girl move. You know, we've all been there where, like, you want attention from a boy or something, so you, like, post a vague story saying, don't text, I'm upset. Yeah. You know, like, or just, like, a sad quote or a sad song, black and white selfie, you know, one of those. Yeah. So, do you want to know what it said? Yes, please tell me. Know your worth and on to the next. She wrote in the caption, alongside a video of her looking extremely beautiful, this reports, while walking away from the camera. Yes, bitch. Strutting away. I saw somebody say on Twitter, like, (laughs) this sounds like a villain origin story. Right? Like, she's about to go, you know who she should date? Who? Pete Davidson. (laughs) I saw that today, too. (laughs) That's amazing. That's who she should date. So, but, you know, after this, um... Mr. Jonathan Davino, the yeah, what's going on with when them? he's not designing vapes? Um, he apparently was spotted walking Sydney's dog on Wednesday. Well, because her dog's probably in America, right? But that was after the breakup of Glenn and Gigi, so people are suspecting if he's still walking her dogs, they're not broken up. They're not broken up because, like, you can hire someone to walk dogs. You know, That's true. If, if your fiance was cheating on you with some guy in a movie and like yeah. their relationship just blew, well, yours blew up, I don't think you'd be walking her dog. I think it, it does depend on when they got the dog, right? Because if they got the dog together, even if they did break up, it is still possible that he would be keeping it. Yeah, I don't know. This the the article just says Sweeney's dog. It didn't say their hmm. dog. So I don't I don't know if it's both of theirs or not. Hmm. I I don't know. Um, so. I mean, and we've seen this in the past, okay? Uh, like with Anna Gina, Annalina, oh my god. Angelina, Angelina Jolie, Jolie and, Brad and Brad Pitt. My god. He All was I... with Jen Aniston at the time. They yeah. starred in a rom-com where they were together. Yeah. And, but guess what ended up happening? Yeah. They got together. Well, have you seen that quote <laughs> from, I think, Hugh Grant about how, like, like, Hollywood isn't fun anymore because people, like, aren't around on set all the time getting Mm -hmm. drunk and hooking up with their co-stars they're Mm -hmm. just looking at their phones all the time (laughs) right it's like going around all over twitter yeah being like hollywood's back hollywood is back baby (laughs) so i think so so that's the latest Mm. on that but apparently um there was a source close to paris and glenn that said they were very explicit in telling people as in the magazine uh that there was no cheating when pressed about the breakup of course they're gonna say that right well because this vox is stating you know another viewpoint on that is since the scandal has erupted you know not everyone is going to be like yay so fun right because it's a cheating scandal so obviously there's going to be some people who are completely turned off by it um so Because of that negative backlash, because of the breakup, people really believed it. And then they started getting a lot of negative backlash to it. Uh, so that's why people are thinking they're really doubling down, saying no cheating's happening. Which, obviously, no cheating could have happened. Like, that is a possibility. Yeah. But that's also a reason why possibly they could be doubling down, saying, no, there was no cheating, everything's fine. Yeah. Because honestly, really like, it could have just been a jealousy thing. They could have just been distance. Like, who knows? Yeah. I mean, they right? definitely could have broken up just, like... From all of the people talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, I just don't want to be involved with this. Right. Like, because also, I think one thing I read somewhere is, you know, normally rom-coms are PG-13. This one's R. This one's R-rated. 
Yes. I mean, we're going to have to watch it, aren't we? So, a thousand percent. Because I, would I watch the tape? Yes. But are we going to be able to watch the tape by watching this movie? Probably. <laughs> so, I think that's the other reason why, you know, there's been a lot of rumors here. Is it's an R-rated movie. Yeah. And rom-coms aren't usually rated R. No. So. So, it's, yeah. That's the other piece of that. So, no. I guess we'll see if they end up dating. But, you know, Sydney Sweeney is engaged. Literally so, engaged, yeah. Like, engaged. <laughs> I thought she learned her lesson as Cassie in Euphoria. <laughs> Shucks. Shucks. So, hmm. that's that. Again, cue the Tyra Banks. We were rooting for you. We were all oh, rooting for you. gonna take me to do that and it literally is first night not long no. um all right so emma yes ma'am what you got okay so my gossip is not celebrity gossip okay it's also not really that personal it like starts a little bit personal and then goes to not personal so basically okay. so in maine mm-hmm. last week was april vacation for mm. schools so a lot of people at work yeah. were out of the office so this week mm-hmm. people were coming back from being out for yes. school vacation week right and so somebody who works near me mm-hmm. i heard her talking about her vacation they went down to florida mm-hmm. and she started talking about how they brought their kids to Chuck E. cheese oh god <laughs> do you did you look at all into what i'm about to talk about not really. <laughs> this is oh, was, wild. I'm just thinking Buckle up. <laughs> of being in a Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Okay, so... Disgusting. So, for context, there used to be a Chuck E. Cheese in Maine. There was only right. one. And it I was, don't think I ever went to it. I only went to I it. I went to Joka's, which is like Maine fake version of <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. I, I, only, <laughs> I only ever went to Chuck E. Cheese for birthday parties that yeah. were not mine. My oh, parents yeah. My parents my never parents willingly that. Are brought you kidding me, there. me They're not shelling out no. for a... Everyone come Chuck no. E. Cheese birthday party? No, that's like what no. I said earlier about like people talking about weddings and things they've seen. Glad yeah. other people had it at their wedding so you yeah. could go to it because we're not paying for that. Right. So there used to be a Chuck E. Cheese in Maine, but mm-hmm. there is no longer. That went a while ago. A long time ago. A long time ago. I think we were probably maybe in middle school when it left. Or yeah. There is no longer a Chuck E. Cheese in Maine. Wow. So this woman was saying like, Oh, yeah, like, we took our kids to Chuck E. Cheese and, like... because right, that's a big like, treat if you live yeah, here. They're like, oh, we don't have those around here, right. so it was, like, a fun treat. Yeah. I heard her saying, you know, like, games are fun, like, the pizza was good. And this just brings back, like, memories that I had locked away in the back of my mind. Oh. Not of me personally. Of what? Okay, so, did you ever watch any Shane Dawson videos on YouTube? No. So, basically, he posts a lot of conspiracy theory videos. He also posts, like, really interesting... Really interesting, like, video series on people who have been canceled. So, like, Tana oh. Mojo. Is that, I don't know. Tana. 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 Ma, Man, what, Tana Mojo. You had Mojo, um, right? Okay. So, like, when her whole TanaCon thing happened and people, like, uh. passed out. And, like, he interviewed her. And, like, <laughs> basically uncanceled her. And he did a series on, like, Jake Paul and if he was a sociopath. Oh, like, so he's he's done some really interesting... Okay, anyway, back to Chuck E. Cheese. So, about four years ago, mm-hmm. Shane Dawson posts a conspiracy theory video that 
to this day, right now, has almost mm-hmm. 50 million views. Oh, God. Okay. Where he discusses... about Chuck E. Cheese? The Chuck E. Cheese pizza conspiracy theory. Do what? you have any idea what this is? No. Oh, my God, Madison. Why is there a conspiracy theory about kids' pizza? Okay. I'm scared. Okay. okay. What the hell? So, be- <laughs> this is wild. What? So, basically, the theory is... Okay. That if somebody doesn't finish their pizza... Chuck E. Cheese will take the remaining pieces and, like, puzzle piece them together with other people's unfinished pizza to make a full pie, reheat it, and reserve it. That is against so many laws. (laughs) It's, this is wild. And so, basically... Have you seen kids at a party eat a pizza? Yeah. Oh, Because they all touch every slice. And just, then put it back. I'm sure they're sneezing. Like, they just touched everything in okay. Chuck E. Cheese, which is the most unsanitary oh, thing gosh, I can I didn't think even think of. about that. So, this okay. is not the place to be doing so that. So, basically, the way that this pizza <laughs> looks is you'll have like two slices that line up, and then there will be like one slice that's way smaller, what? and it'll cut in. Do you have a photo of this? Oh, yeah, I have four photos at the end. Okay. I'm going to show you. Okay. So, then, it, and then, it, and then it'll go back up. And then there will be, like, two more pieces that maybe are connected. Uh, really artisanal. And then where you really notice it no. is with the pepperoni. Oh, God. They don't <laughs> so, line up the pepperoni. No. So there will be half of a pepperoni. And then where the cut line is, the rest of the pepperoni that should be there is not there. They are not trying. No, Madison, this is nuts. Okay. So... Stop. So basically, and this is an article that I read online, and I will put all the links to all of our sources yeah. in the description of the episode, so yeah. you can go read this if you want to. But basically, the edges of the slices don't seem to match up, which seems to add credence to the notion that the folks behind the scenes aren't actually serving fresh pies so much as recycling and reheating what's left from ones they've already served Ew. and presenting them as new. That's the... That must be throw up. So, obviously, Chuck E. Cheese has denied this, like, massively. Well, yeah. What are they going to say? How do you... And they, you so, can't spin that. You're like, so, it's good for the earth. So, they have said... Their <laughs> spokesperson said, no conspiracies here. Our pizzas are made to order, and we prepare um, our dough fresh in restaurant, which means that they're not always perfectly uniform in shape, but always uh, delicious. I'm sorry. Uh, in no instance should you have uh, straight lines on pizzas jutting out like, from the crust if you're gonna have a pizza that like how do maybe you the, the maybe pepperoni? the dough right exactly what are you doing exactly. with the pepperoni why is exactly. it no one gets pepperoni that's cut like that no like where did the other where'd it go where did the other half of that pepperoni go what do you mean like and i'll, I'll again i'll show you the pictures but like there are some instances where you can tell that it all came from the same pie and where the pepperoni is cut the pepperoni right. kind of like folds in yeah. on itself a little bit because of the pressure does. of the cutter but right. they're like you look at these pictures there are fully pepperonis that are only halves it's, it's just amputated oh yeah and so uh, i guess this isn't really a new question that people have had like literally apparently 10 years ago 10 years 10? ago people were posting on yahoo like asking the same question but, <laughs> so this isn't new and so but people even, are still going so, so like, obviously former former employees have come to the defense. This person says, in my years there, not once did I ever see a pizza even make it back towards the kitchen. They were always thrown in the trash, even if it was pizza that went untouched by guests. And then this woman went on to explain that the cutting tool used to slice the pies could be the culprit, in addition to the fact that the dough shrinks into weird shapes when it's in the oven. 
But it w- how would it shrink into specific pieces being smaller than it's li- others? It's like I'm I'm I'll, I'm about to show you the pictures, but it's it is nuts. It's make bananas. Any sense. Unless no. you cut the dough into pieces before you cooked it, then I could see it moving weirdly. But not e- that doesn't explain anything. Even else. so, and yeah. that doesn't even really the make only sense. thing that I could think of maybe that where would is be... MythBusters when we need them? Right, we need them. The to only crack thing the case. that I could say maybe it would be is if like. You know, because some people want, like, half pepperoni, half cheese. So maybe they're making yeah. whole pepperonis. Oh, and just kind of slapping then, that together. Like, taking them. But still, I, I can't think of a scenario where I you would take, like, like you one would, or two you slices. You would notice that, though. If you wanted half pepperoni. You would notice it would just be on that line where they cut it. Yeah. Or are you saying they're grabbing random pieces from pepperoni pizzas could, and putting could it together be. with other ones? Are you ready to see pictures? Oh, God. I can already see. I can see it from far away. How... Look at this piece. That's literally, you can tell. And this one here. And now focus on the pepperoni, right? See this line here? Where's that half of the pepperoni? Where did the rest Where's of Where's the rest of that one? Where's the rest of, like, they just how keep bad is that? Pieces. This, you see, there's a little and this, sliver. Like, this could be the piece to that, but why is but it, why did it shoved move? in? And again, that could be the piece to that, but it's like an inch off. Like, there's one piece, so it's half pepperoni, half cheese, and there's one piece of cheese that's straight up an inch shorter yeah. than the rest of it. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you're making a fully fresh pizza that's half cheese, half pepperoni, it's not going to be such a distinct line of where the pepperoni stops there. Like, you know, it, right. it w- like you cannot, like, claim that this is the dough shrinking because there are straight lines yeah, where it, it only in. shrunk where that one piece was. Yeah, here I got I've got more. So this is all cheese. Even that doesn't look great. Oh God. You know what I mean? And it also doesn't really look like good pizza. Also, Here's none one. of these pizzas look similar. So Here's another one. Look, some of these pepperoni. Look at that one. Look at that pepperoni. That is like fully only half where of the pepperoni, it go? if not less. <laughs> but you can see where these ones. You can tell that those are all the same piece, and that yeah. one gets cut. Right. The pepperoni you can folds see it. in on itself, and it might even move a bit, but you can still see it. But for those who can't see the pictures that we're looking at, there you are gotta straight look it up. up. You gotta look it up. Look, if, look, it. look it up. There are straight up only half pieces of pepperoni. Oh. On it. Look at For that one. God's look sake. At, Come it. on. It's, it is the most disgusting thing. If I ordered a pizza and it came out like that, I wouldn't touch it. I'd be so scared. Right. I'd be like, what the hell did you do to right. it? Yeah, so this woman is like, the pizza was great. And I'm sitting here like, oh, girl, I know. know. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. <laughs> so, did you tell her? Oh, God, no. <laughs> you imagine if I, stood up, done. if I stood up, not even involved in their conversation and just like, Set up and was like, hey, you know that that pizza was probably recycled from other people who didn't finish theirs? Yeah, you would look like a crazy person. I would look like an absolute nut job. Yeah, no, so maybe don't yeah. do that. So here's what I recommend. Um, go watch that Shane Dawson video. Yeah. Because he, they actually go to Chuck E. Cheese and order a pizza. Did it look like this? Yes. Stop. Yes, it did. <laughs> so it must always look like that. They maybe must not, always be doing that. Maybe not always, but... Is, is that Doesn't not... seem like it's... I can't believe you haven't heard about this. Well, like I said, I've never been yeah. to a Chuck E. Cheese. And we don't yeah. have them. Oh, so. Yeah. And I've never even really heard of Shane Dawson, so. Yeah. He's a character, but um, that was... That video is a wild ride. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, man. Don't eat their pizza. Don't eat the pizza. That is the Chuck E. Cheese. 
conspiracy the theory. Chuck E. Cheese conspiracy. <laughs> oh, God, I'm scared. Don't go there. Don't eat the pizza. <laughs> Don't eat the pizza. All right. Well. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. well. First episode. <laughs> In the books. In the books. Well, that just wraps it up for this week. Awesome. Um, thanks for listening to our first episode, everybody. Yeah. And definitely more to come. Yeah. And it'll probably get better and more cohesive. What are you saying? <laughs> I think it was great. I think we did a good job. I feel like maybe I rambled, but we will see. Oh, that's what we have post for. Yeah. The magic of editing. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what we're learning new skills over here at oh, yes. on a Monday podcast, including how to work, uh, audio equipment like this and edit audio yeah so and how to (laughs) set up ring lights you will never believe the amount of time we took and this little handheld ring light unscrewing the ring light oh my goodness (laughs) from if only we had behind the scenes anyway um um, be sure to follow us on instagram and on tiktok we're gonna try to post some clips um, from the podcast, and we will be sure to link to those accounts mm-hmm. in the description. Yeah, so if you want to see what our gorgeous, beautiful faces look like, oh my goodness, match the voices to the faces, <laughs> check us out there. Yes, absolutely. All right, well, tune in and start your week with us. Drunk, Drunk on, on a Monday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs>